Welcome to Rick's Corner, brought to you by Old School Labs, the brand I trust and the only one I put my name to. Use my code, Drayson12, on the link below. Welcome to Rick's Corner. The man, the myth, the legend. Now on with the show. I came on here today for a reason, and uh, that being to share experiences. And the reason I have my show, Rex Corner, is to share experiences for those who have not had certain experiences, and they're going to experience them in a lifetime, and that's something I've already been through. So if I can get you to sidestep some certain problems and treat things a certain way, it'll be better off for knowing what's coming your way in case it does come your way. So uh, my show has always been that type of thing that... Um, living in the golden era and going through wrestling and bodybuilding and having injuries and having certain health conditions. And then I speak about on the show that you might be confronted with and then you know how to deal with it. Because I'm the type of person that goes to a doctor and I will ask them every question I can think of. I can ask them exactly what kind of medication they're going to give me, what's the results, what are the side effects and how's it going to affect my life. I need to know these things. It's just really important. Well, okay. So I have had... <laughs> A series of things over my lifetime that uh, may not happen to everybody, but it happened to me, starting back when I had torn both my quads in 2001, which like I never expected, and was in a wheelchair for six weeks, having them stapled back together, and then tearing my fingers off the following year, which I never expected. But I got through it, and it wasn't easy being toted around in a wheelchair and going to the gym in a walker and uh, a crutch and all that, but um, I felt that like I had to move forward because the more that I would go back and train, the better I would feel. Now, it had nothing to do with bodybuilding ego. It had to do with circulation, exercise, and health so that my body would heal itself. And that was one of the main factors I did what I did. Uh, in fact, when I tore my fingers off, the next thing that went through my mind is, how am I going to work out tomorrow? <laughs> now, that's an addiction. I know that's kind of silly, but it did go through my head. And then I tore a tricep uh, way back doing decline triceps, and it snapped up my arm. I never had it reattached because they told me at the hospital it was just a strain, but it was actually a tear, and it, you can see the bone up in the, inside the muscle. So um, you experience these things. In the Army, I had pneumonia, and I was in the hospital for three weeks, and I got through that. Later on in the 80s, I got pneumonia when I was training at Steve Davis's gym, and I was really sick, and they wanted to put me back in the hospital. I said, no, I'm not going because that's going to make me sicker. But I got through these things, and one of the main things I did was to eat right and train and exercise, which I thought was really important. So, um, and it is, and I don't drink and I don't smoke, not because I'm against it, just because I don't feel like it. I want to feel good. I want to be in control of my senses, and I want my body to function right at, at, at full speed that it should. This past three years has not been really easy for me. People say, gee, you look so healthy, and you're always happy, and I am. I put on a good front when people say, how you doing? I'll say, I'm fine, and I'll just keep going because if I think that I'm fine, then I will be fine. And then I want to set the example for others that uh, with a smile on your face goes a long way. It makes people happy, makes you happy, and it keeps the day moving along in good spirits. Well, three or four years ago, I ended up with congestive heart failure and pneumonia, and I went into the hospital. I couldn't even breathe. My oxygen... Uh, was at 76, it should be at 90, at least 95, 98, and I was gasping for air. And I went to St. Joe's, I could hardly walk into the emergency and, and speak, I said, I think I'm having a heart attack, and they, they checked my oxygen, it was really down, my lungs were full of fluid. 
So they took me in, they drained two liters of blood out of my lungs through my back with a tube as I sat up in a chair and watched them do it. Now, was it painful? No, but it sure helped me breathe quicker. So I stayed for a few days and they put me on medications and IVs and said, you know, you need to stay here for a while. And I'm not big on hospitals. And I had said, I want to go home. The doctor said, if you go home, you're going to die. You're, you're not healthy and you're going to die. Uh, I didn't want to stay, but I did stay. And he says, if you go home, you'll be back. I ended up going home a day or two later against his will. And I ended up back in the hospital a week later. And he says, I told you you'd be back. Now this time you got to stay for a week. And they had me on IVs. They had me on everything to get my, um, my heart rate back up, get rid of the pneumonia, get my uh, health up. I had dropped about 30 pounds. I was holding a lot of fluid. And they had me on diuretics. Now, this is nothing I've ever experienced in my life. I thought maybe I was immune to anything that could ever happen to me back in the days when I was training hard because I said before, in my 30s, I thought I was going to last forever. I thought, boy, I'll just go forever and nothing's ever going to go wrong. Now, I can't blame it on steroids because I never did that many. I can't blame it on alcohol or tobacco because I never did any. I just blame it on facts of life and just life goes on and my dad had a bad heart. So it could have been congenital. A year after I got out of the hospital, I had um, trouble with my knee from wrestling and it was just giving me a really, really hard time. And uh, when I had torn my quads in 2001, I had a bad staph infection in my knee. So I'm programmed to, uh, to have staph. I, I just get it. But I did talk myself into getting a knee replacement, and this is going back three years ago, and I got one, and it was successful. But in the hospital, I bent it too far, it bled, and I got a staph infection. And it took, oh, God, weeks for that thing to clear up and stop bleeding. And I thought, why did I even do this? This is just nothing but a nuisance. Well, at the end of the second year, I was walking pretty good, and I could squat again. I could go upstairs. I could do almost anything I could did before I even got uh, my knee, before I even got damaged years ago. And I was feeling good. Well, over that year, the past year, then I got something else involved in it. My calf swelled up, which they call venous stasis, which is a lack of a circulation in your lower leg. And I had a leaky vein. So they decided to take the vein out of my leg, which they did. And then it ate, oh, maybe four or five holes in the back of my calf and on the side where they would just bleed all the time. And I'm here home alone and I'm getting up and there's blood on the floor and there's blood all over the place. And I'm trying to clean it and try to wrap my leg and it's difficult. And I thought to myself at the time, being as positive as I am, I don't know if I can go through this anymore. I, I honestly don't know if I can do this. But I did. And it wasn't easy. Getting up, getting dressed, getting your stuff together, getting out of the house, getting in the car with a walker, getting out of the car with a walker, going to the gym and try to exercise to keep your blood flow, and then going to eat, doing things you have to do on a normal day routine, which I try to keep because if you keep your normal day routine, it feels like you're okay. It feels like, okay, I do what I always do. I should be okay. And I think that's one of the keys to staying healthy is don't let, don't let it kill your routine where you're just sitting home on a couch all day long feeling sorry for yourself because I just won't do that. True, you had to eat rest and true, you have to take care of yourself, but you can. I'll do that at night when I'm home. All right, so I got through that this whole past year and it's been one heck of an uphill battle. Trying to walk, trying to move, limping around on a cane, and finally it cleared up. I had an infection again, and it cleared up pretty much. In fact, I think it's pretty much gone, but it has affected my patella tendon, which is sore. It's affected my hip on that side. Now it hurts when I walk, and my lower back from walking with a cane. So now I've got to get to that problem, and I will. But this is the point is, is as you get older, these things come about, and you don't even know where they come from. They just show up.
you wake up in the morning and say, what the hell did I get run over by a truck at night? Because I f didn't feel this way when I went to bed. Now, getting back to the heart situation, this started up when I was in the hospital three years ago. I have AFib, which is an irregular heartbeat, and I have a damaged chamber. This is, could be from birth, it could be from anywhere. But your ejection fraction is supposed to beat or pump the, the blood at 65 to 75%. I did an ultra, uh, ultrasound on me, and I'm beating at uh, 29% ejection fraction, which is pretty low. And we're taking, um, taking something to try to get that rate up. And of course, I'm doing cardio and I'm resting. I'm doing everything I can to exercise the heart and to eat properly and get nutrition so that it will cure itself. And those things are all one thing, but you have to have a medication in order for it to cure itself. You can't do it without it because the doctor told me, if you don't take the pills, then you're going to die sooner. Well, sooner than what? I mean, when do you know? When do you know what soon is? I looked. I told him I looked at my birth certificate, and there's no expiration date on it, so I don't know what that means. Um, but it can cut several years off your life if it's not taken care of. Now, the past oh few months since I've been on this medication, I get extremely tired, uh, extremely sleepy and tired, and I sleep good. But when I get up in the morning and I move around, uh, I'm okay for a while. I go to the gym, and when I leave the gym, I'm ready just to pass out. I get dizzy. I get lightheaded. I feel like I just want to close my eyes, but then I do the show like this, and I try to perk myself up with enthusiasm and try to motivate others, which I have been doing a lot of. That's my greatest gift in life is to motivate others and see if I can help them along. Because if it helps them, then it helps me. So today was one of those days that I got up and I decided just to ride the bike and stretch and work my abs and then take the day to rest. But I've been extremely exhausted. Um, I go to the cardiologist tomorrow to find out what the thing is with me and how I'm going to be and if I'm going to be okay, if I'm going to have to close my books in my life or what I'm going to do, but I'll find out tomorrow. Um, but I feel okay. If it's not for the tiredness, I'd be all right. But I want to share that with you because there's people that tell me, oh, I get that heart flutter and it, it shakes and it irregular beat and all that. Have it checked out because you never know what it is. If it is a problem and you do have AFib, it can be controlled because what happens is the blood doesn't pump properly if you have it and you can have a stroke. So there you have to take blood thinners, which I do. And then you can't take certain things like ibuprofen with blood thinners because it thins it too much and you can bleed inside. So you've got to be careful of what you're putting in your body. Make sure it's all safe and ready to go. I'm doing everything I can. I want to last as long as I can. Um, I want to continue to do my shows and help others and be happy and see how far I can go in my life as long as I have to go and do the right thing. But I wanted to share this with you because shit happens. And you don't know when it's going to happen, and you just want to take care of yourself. So I wanted to get that out, and I wanted to help others who might have the same problems and might be feeling the same way. And it's normal to have aches and pains. We have them all the time. I just seem to have them <laughs> at different parts of my body. I always check the parking lot when I go to the gym and see if I left any parts and nuts and bolts in the lot <laughs> just to make sure they're all with me. So um, uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm just trying to get it out in the open so people know what it's all about. And um, I love all of you. Thank you for listening to me vent. I hope it helps you down the road. Bye-bye. Have a nice rest of the day. Hope you enjoy the video brought to you by Old School Labs. Use my discount code DRAYSON12 on the link below at OldSchoolLabs.com. Hey everyone, now you can have the Gold's Gym logo drawn by me, the artist Rick Drayson. Personalized and made out to you and signed by me 
to frame and put on your gym wall or wherever you see fit to do so. It's a piece of bodybuilding history. It will never be duplicated again. It's the largest selling icon t-shirt logo in the world. And I'm the guy that drew it and I will draw it for you. Just go to my website, rickdrazen.com and order there. You can pay through PayPal and it'll be sent out right away. And be sure to watch Rick's Corner for all the videos on bodybuilding, nutrition, fitness, pro wrestling, and anything that suits your interests as far as getting physically fit and being the best you can be from the golden era of bodybuilding. Baby, see you next time.